we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. They get to the land, all this stuff in their brains. Jesus says, He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me. Look at verse 60. Many therefore of his disciples when they had heard this said I don't believe this. What they say this is a hard saying who can hear it? Hold on y'all miss it. 5,000 Blew my mind. This dude got to be the Christ. Walking on the water. This, this the man. Eat my flesh. Robin, guess what God said to me? God says, our problem in the body of Christ is not the doings of Christ, it's the sayings of Christ. We like when he does what he do. But when he starts saying what he says, now all of a sudden we struggle. We want God do it for me right now and he does it and we shout. But now when he says, leave him. He is not your husband. Now you got to pray. No, when he was doing it, everybody was dancing and celebrating because he off the chain. But now he gives an instruction that doesn't agree with your flesh. Now all of a sudden now, I have to like process this Jesus. How come you didn't doubt him all the other times? When he was doing stuff, when your prayer was answered just like that and everything was cool, things was happening, and now you get an instruction that upsets your flow. It goes against your comfort system. And watch this. Look what they did. They did the same thing we talked about last week. The Bible says, when they had heard this, what did they do? They said, 
That's the problem that when you hear what God is saying by your natural ears, then you go fool around and say what you hear. And we told you according to Matthew 6 and 31 last week that it is when you take thought saying, the way you take demonic thoughts is by what you say. The way you take depressive thoughts is by what you say. Once you say it, you take it with you. Write this down. I will only say what I intend to carry to my destination. I will only say what I intend to carry to my destination. Someone please ask me to explain. Oh, my head hurting. You just carried that. you pay these bills you just carried that these children make you lose your mind you just carried that whatever you say you carry and you are sending things to your destination that that don't need to be there are not fit to be there but their permission to be there has been granted by you that's why you have gotten to the place of promise and it still feel like a nightmare. Say it again, Denzel. You have gotten to the place of promise and you don't even know it because you didn't take all the things from your last place and you didn't send it to your promise because once you say it, you take it. Some of y'all look light in this room, but you heavy. Why? Because you've been taking things by saying them. Please put it on the screen for me, please. Matthew 6 and 32. Read it. Ready? Read. No thought, saying. Stop. Read it again. Therefore, take no thought, saying. One more time. Read it again. Therefore, take no thought, saying. How do you take thoughts? By saying. Once you say it, you take it. I said this in the first service last week. Once you say it, you take it. If you don't want to take it with you, don't say it. So the disciples messed up. They, they heard Jesus saying, and then now they spoke their doubt. You are going to hear some things in your spirit that are not going to make sense. You trust me when I tell you this. It'll be best for you just to hold it and stay quiet than to speak against it. Reader, you're going to hear some things and you got to reprogram yourself from saying, I don't see how this can happen. As we elevate spiritually, there are going to be some downloads that's going to hit your life. Oh, God. Father's been saying to me, I've been hearing at least three million. that what we're going to build is going to be at least $3 million. And my flesh being struggling. Because my flesh being saying, how in the world? Because that's what they were saying, how are we going to eat your flesh? And God says the how is never your concern.
says, when I speak a word to you, I am not speaking a word to you to get your permission to see if I can do it. I'm speaking for your agreement. When I speak something, I, I want you to go see if you can make it happen and come back and, come, and then report back to me. When I speak something to you, I don't need you to calculate. You, you, but I think I need you to do something. No, build me an ark. Okay. okay. Where in the world did Noah find all that tar from the line of that boat? You ever thought about that? I don't know. Based on what I see, Noah is a farmer. He likes grapes. Read your Bible is a good book. Not, he, and he especially like them grapes when they sit a little while. When they ferment. Know how to think for fermented grapes. They sit and have a little chemical reaction. No, I see you talking to me. When they start to burn. You know, they start to burn no belly. No, I said, man, this thing hot. Read your Bible. It's a good book. You read your Bible. Read your Bible. No, I said, boy, it's hot, man. Next thing you know, no, I said, nine to ten, butt naked. Like, Lord God, it's hot, man. How did that person know how to build a boat that lasted a 40-day storm? Ask me how. None of your business. It don't matter. That's your problem. You're too busy trying to know how. God says when you start it, and the way you start is saying yes. God read Gia. Gia said, yeah. Gia said, yeah. We have a meeting yesterday, and I said, Gia, any comments from you? I told Gia I was stealing this. I said, um, um, she said, I said, Gia, I, I need to hear from you. Gia said, okay, okay. Here's my answer. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to... So I'm starting to smile, right? I thought she's going to stop. I'll say yes, Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart I'll agree. And my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. And she turns on her mic. No, I know nothing to say. I say yes. And that's where God wants us to be. Listen to me, y'all in this room. You, you in second service for purpose. Some crazy things about to hit your spirit. Boy, I wish y'all could hear what I'm saying, man. Some crazy things going to hit your spirit. Who? Glory to God, come dance and end the service. And that word for acceleration need to be put in line right here. I'm talking to those of y'all who ain't 30 yet. And ain't finished your degree yet. Some things about to hit your spirit. And all Father wants from you, Shanta, is yes. Yes. God says, if I want you to if I, if I want you to build a church in Europe, will you do it? Yes. If I send you down there to Curacao to set up a life with a center, will you do it? 
Yes. Yes. If I choose you to be a millionaire without a college degree, yes. I thought I had a seven-year-old without degrees. So we'll shout on that glory to God. Yes. disciples in John 6 they saw all that if God says eat my flesh fine guess what he meant communion but the devil got into their mind that Jesus tripping so they couldn't even receive what he was saying well, guess what he meant eating the word but the devil will cause you to miss revelation when your mind trying to process what your spirit should be receiving. I just said something just now. What he was speaking, that's why he comes in verse 63 of John 6, girlfriend. Verse 63 of John 6, that's why he comes later and say, you're all hearing this thing wrong. In verse 63, come on, come on, daughter, come on, come on. He says, it is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, these wasn't flesh words. They were what? Spirit. They are life. And because they are spirit, you ain't got to process. Just say yes. I always hear this uh, Bill Winston talk about how this prophet said to him um, and says, your plane is in the book of Ecclesiastes. Something like that it said to him. That make any sense? Because planes wasn't around in Ecclesiastes. No, when that was written, he says, but he heard that word and started reading the book. Reading it. Reading it. See, he read a couple times, didn't see anything. And then one time he was reading, he found the verse. And it said this. The birds of the air shall carry your voice. See, rather than saying that sounds silly, my plane in Ecclesiastes. my plane in Ecclesiastes. But he kept on reading. And then see, when you hear what God says and don't question it, you just receive it. Eventually, he'll open that thing up to you and it will come alive on the inside of you. And now the man got planes. Stop dismissing what God says to you. Can I tell you something God said to me last night? Y'all sure? He says, would you believe me if I tell you you're going to sow $100,000 into life's building? No, he said that to me. I resist you all. He said to me. He said it to me in prayer last night. And I said, I start processing this because I start to think about what I need to do to have enough money to be able to take of my money and give a hundred thousand dollars. You got to understand, I never see hundred thousand dollars on no account I had. Actually, no, I did one time. Somebody missing put two hundred and some thousand dollars on my account, and I saw it when it got pulled off. But God says, can you believe to sow a hundred thousand? I say, but God, 
and do you realize God this building so happened you are slow you are slow I know I shouldn't tell you I know I shouldn't share this y'all I should not tell this with y'all because y'all can handle it I said God you realize the building so happened right and God says and is there anything I try to prepare your spirit for where we're going. I'm trying to get your spirit ready for where we are going. Please give me permission to give you one more scripture. Genesis 11. We read it in the first service. Genesis 11, I believe it's verse 6. I believe it's verse 6. Something about it. Imagine. Imagine. Is that 11 and 6? And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. I heard the Lord say this. He says, as I release word to you, your imagination is about to expand. It's prophetic, y'all. You got to know when prophetic is being released. Your imagination is about manually to receive this man. You got to, please don't let me waste this. I know, I, listen, the Bible says, be careful that you cast your pearl before a swine. I hope I ain't feeding the pigs this morning. I don't want to feed no pigs this morning. I ain't got time for feeding pigs. I need some people who get to get this. This pearls, I hear the Lord saying, he says this, he says, I'm about to expand your imagination. Your high school teacher told you stop daydreaming. Your parents told you stop daydreaming. But I'm telling you, I'm waking up the daydreamer in you again. I'm waking up your imagination. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you may think. Ask or imagine. Glory be to God. I'm declaring new images in your mind. There's an, I know all of us tired. I'm tired, you tired. But this anointing pushing me. I declare new images. Glory to God. New ideas. Receive this invitation now. New dreams. New visions. The purpose of this word is to show you that when he gives vision, he provides provision. And new visions, your eyes are about to open. Jesus, God spoke to Elijah and he says, tell the king and you know Elijah could not have processed this because what he told Elijah was stupid it was dumb they were selling donkeys heads they were selling the dung from animals and in the midst of that environment where people were boiling their children mothers were boiling children to eat and th there was cannibalism for survival eating one another and in that same environment Elijah doesn't go to some pauper he goes in the courtyard of the king and stands before the king and his noblemen and says king listen to me by this time tomorrow 
saying. A famine takes weeks and months to set in. And to get out of a famine, you need rain, you need crop to grow, you need fruit to grow in the crop, you gotta harvest the crop for there to be increase. Someone shout acceleration. Elijah declared, we're gonna need no wind or rain, but by this time tomorrow, all this desperation, all this famine is gonna come to an end. This idiot next to Elisha, this idiot said, if God were to open windows in heaven, this thing couldn't happen. Elijah said, okay, I can say what God says. I don't care how dumb it sounds. I don't care how silly kita la kusha bahaya. I don't care how silly it sounds. And God, just being God, took four lepers. Send the four lepers in the Syrian camp. Glory to God. Emptied out the Syrian camp. And the lepers found food, shrink. See, they thought in order for their season to end, there had to be an end to the famine. But God says, I can bless you in the famine. You can be in the midst of a drought. God says, I don't need to end the pandemic to change your situation. I don't need the, all, of the, all of the vaccines. I don't need 70% vaccination in the country to change your condition. You can still be in a drought where ain't no rain falling. But God, in the midst of the drought, because the famine didn't end. Famine has relates to drought and rain. It didn't rain. There was no rain. But they got food, drink, raiment, silver, and gold. But this is the thing. In 24 hours. That's the kind of ridiculous things you can begin hearing. Nothing will be restrained from you. Tito, how much you got blessed with when you started the barbershop? In the space of like two days, how much you got all together? $8,000. He came and said, Pastor, I don't know what's going to happen. I ain't getting I am. He said to me, I'm flat out. I have nothing left. The Lord tells him to show what he had in me. But it was $200, right? He sold $200 in a day. And in 48 hours, $8,000. God must like their house. Because they testified a few weeks ago. But the children going off to school. Don't make me, I, I feel like I should just say that 24 hours thing one more time. I don't, I don't mind. I hope you all don't mind. I don't mind releasing a word for one. Yes. 
but I wish some of y'all would shout for the one though, because it may not be you, but, but there may be a one in this room. That by two o'clock tomorrow, There may just be one person in this room that by two o'clock tomorrow, everything around you has got to change. Yes! Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the CH Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.